0: And we're live. Hey, this is Sam. Uh, This is Side by Side. I'm your host, and this is my guest, Jackie.
1: Hi, nice to meet you guys.
0: Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Hey, we are so excited to be doing yet another episode of Side by Side where we have conversations, um, where we talk about topics um, that maybe other people might want to shy away from. Uh, We just get into everything, and uh, I hope that today uh, you enjoy this episode. Uh, But I want to just go ahead and you know, jump right into it and let you get to know uh, Jackie a little bit better. Um, Tell them a little bit about yourself. Maybe um, where'd you go to school?
1: So I am a SAGU graduate, Go Lions, um, which is short for Southwestern Assemblies of God University. And it's a university down in Watsahatchee, Texas. I am there for my second time currently um, going for my master's in clinical mental health counseling.
0: Mm, Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, if if i'm i feel like there's someone famous that goes there Ooh, maybe um
1: could
0: it be me <laughs> <laughs> i said famous oh. uh no I, mean, I meant really famous no um robert madu robert Ooh. madu is an alumni there yeah, right he, like, was. he he went to school there uh for those of you that don't know robert madu is uh, my favorite preacher um he is the original hollaback preacher <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah he's great and um But enough about Robert Madu. Um, So you went to Sagu and you said you studied counseling. Is that right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you've learned so far um, with counseling. So,
1: so far, counseling, for those who don't even know, um, counseling is just therapy, you know. Um, When you're like a counselor, you get to work one-on-one with people, people that, whether you suffer trauma or you're fine and you just need emotional support or like guidance mm-hmm. um we get to do a lot of that um currently i haven't done it yet because i'm yeah, still yeah. like going st- for it
0: you're studying right and yeah. i'm sure you know as you've been studying it maybe you've picked up on some things that you're like i didn't realize that this worked this way or mm-hmm. that you couldn't do this or uh, you're supposed to do that um, what have you learned that i mean you, know, you didn't really think was even a situation like with counseling.
1: So actually, I was like very shocked. Mm -hmm. Um, I went into like the field thinking, oh, you know, I'm gonna have like the freedom as a mental health therapist to, you know, kind of share, you know, what keeps me going as a Mm. therapist, you know, like my faith. And I quickly learned that that's literally off limits. Whenever, yeah, when you're like um, working for the government or you're just like a licensed practitioner, you cannot talk about your values, your personal values, Mm. because that'd be considered imposing on the client and you could also face legal charges for stuff like that wow wow that's Mm -hmm.
0: that's interesting because you know um i think most everyone if they're honest you're like in order to fix something you you almost have to put yourself in their place Mm -hmm. right you you want to um sympathize with them you know and and so i I guess that's just like a a very different you know way of addressing a situation Mm -hmm. um you know, I don't know that um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's yeah. why I'm not, yeah. like, <laughs> that's why I'm not a a, a counselor, you know, but um, wow, like, uh, I don't know that I would have, so you can't, like, really like, use your, like, values, you know, or...
1: You are not allowed to share it or bring it up first, unless the client asks you, because obviously you're not going to be rude about it and being like, oh, okay, let's, don't ask questions about me, you know, let's, you know, divert it back to you, but you can share something minor as long as you're not influencing the client and you're making sure to redirect the conversation as soon as possible back to the client and off of you
0: i've always felt like with counseling um it's usually like you're just listening Mm -hmm. do you find that, that that's pretty true like where it's just you know you ask questions and then they just talk
1: yeah basically that's what it is um a lot of people go into it thinking like oh you know she's going to tell me what to do Um, that's literally what I thought when I like went into my first counseling session just to kind of check it out and I thought the therapist was going to tell me okay well this is what you should do and you should do that and it was literally all up to me so yeah they do much of the listening and they kind of help you I don't know, they kind of help empower you, you know, they like affirm your thoughts, they affirm your feelings, and they kind of help you um, think of ways um, to change your like thought processing if it's like unhealthy. Hmm. So yeah.
0: (laughs) So um, I I find that like, kind of funny, because, you know, it's like you're paying them, like you go to a counselor, you pay them. And then like, it's like, they don't really tell you anything. They don't really like push you to do anything. Mm -hmm. It's more of like, they just ask you questions and then let you discover that like your own answer kind of thing almost like
1: they also kind of help challenge you. So like if um, they, they don't want to, they don't want to impose on you. So they'll make sure, you know, they're not telling you how to feel or what to think. But if they do see that there's like a disconnection with like, you know, your thinking or maybe, you know, you're contradicting yourself. They'll like their job is to kind of challenge you to also, you know, be able to see things from outside you know outside yeah looking yeah, yeah. In. yeah
0: i just yeah. still feel like man like <laughs> they're just gonna like ask you like you know uh, i guess the, the thing is like ask you the right questions yeah. right because but i feel like th- they get that rap right where it's just like you're just paying them to like listen to you basically like a lot of people think that that you go into a counselor and then you talk for an hour you're the one talking mm-hmm. they're not even talking and then you pay them 100 bucks and it's like a lot of like married people might say Or even parents might say, you know, I do that for free. You know, I should be getting paid to listen to, you know, to people like nag or to rant about their problems, about their issue. Um, I I personally think that is like a difficult job. And I think it's difficult because I think after a while and, you know, obviously you haven't practiced this yet, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure that they've maybe taught you these or, or, or told you about this. But like when all you hear about is just depressing things, like how that could affect you. You know, like it's just all day. You just hear about people's issues, you know, and, you know, how they're struggling with stuff and like, how does that not like mess you up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have, have y'all gotten into anything like that?
1: So they do talk a lot about that. And so people do think that counselors do a lot of listening, you know, going back a little bit on that, yeah. but ca- therapists actually do talk a lot. They, oh. yeah, they do talk a lot. Um, they ask you like the right questions and, Therapy is really just kind of like a self-exploration journey for like the client. And it's like one of it's a very freeing thing. Like, you know, um, it'll be a very freeing thing for a lot of people. And they'll like discover things that they never thought were like they had never seen there. Um, and like going back to what you said on, you know, hearing a lot of depressing things. Um, they do talk about um, the importance of having like a self-care routine for mm. therapists. And I remember so like for
0: you to have your own like therapist almost or counselor? Oh, you
1: yeah. It's vital that you like continue therapy, even as a therapist. Oh, like wow. Yeah, you need a therapist, <laughs> like a supervisor. <laughs> you need someone to consult with, because it, it's going to be a lot of heavy feelings. Not all like you know clients are going to come in for the same thing. Not all of right. them will be depressing. Um, some will face hardships. Some will you know be there for like other stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, like you know you are kind of you know carrying that emotional weight and they always said um i talked to a therapist and they told me to make sure that you leave um everything you heard in the Mm. counseling you know office you leave that make sure to leave that at work so when you step out of that counseling office you're not carrying that with you when you go home that's your home that's not your job Mm. so you leave everything you know in your job so
0: yeah yeah i don't know like i feel like i'm assuming pastors would have to like learn those kind of things too Mm -hmm. because whether they think that they're going to do this or not like they're basically counselors as well and they have to like listen to people's issues and their problems and that's why man like I always say like my respects to our pastor or any pastor really like the things that like just the busy work that they have and on top of that to like consume Mm -hmm. everyone's problems everyone's issues um, and then still have to go home right Mm -hmm. and then like how do you not like, um, you know, take that home with you? And how does that yeah. not affect, you know, your family and your own relationships? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just um, it's really crazy to me. And um,
1: I think pastors have it harder, though, just because um, therapists are not allowed to, they have to reduce contact, you know, outside mm. of the work. But pastors are, you know, they have to be on call, you wow. know, la madrugada, like yeah. in the middle of the night, you know, if like someone passes away or if like, mm. you know, there's a car accident, that pastor has to be on call. So they're 24 7. I think that's no, absolutely. Yeah. And then,
0: I mean, you kind of just said something that sparked something in me, which mm. was, you know, for them, like for a counselor, like they have their session, okay, and then they don't see him. Well, for a pastor, like they'll have their session and then they'll probably see them that same day on the service, yeah. you know, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Right. And it's like, you got to just put that behind you, yep. you know? And I mean, who knows all of just different things that are going on in the church, mm-hmm. you know, you can just think about one family having issues, but like there might be five or six, eight, 10 different oh, yeah. families mm-hmm. going through something. And you know, how do you like, like just not allow that to like overwhelm you, you yeah. know, because I know for me, like i I've, you know, help some people with, with certain situations Mm -hmm. and like, I just can't help but like feel a certain way after, after that, you know, and then for a pastor, like to have to like go back up and then preach, right. Go and, you know, um, put a smiling face on and not get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Discouragement is one of the things I will be honest is one of the things I battle with a lot. Um, maybe you can counsel me. Um, It's one of the things I like, I battle with, um, you know, if I feel like things aren't going the way that I want them to go, um, I tend to like, just my, my, I don't know. I just get down on myself and start beating myself up and, um, want to give up. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what, why am I doing this? Like, you know, and I just find myself wanting to just throwing throw away the towel and just or throw in the towel and just like i'm done with this you know i don't need this Mm -hmm. i'm good um and so i just again so much appreciation for a pastor you know um for what the work that they do um and it's not just you know a one-time thing it's like a weekly thing over Mm -hmm. and over again um so i'm sure pastor's not watching this but pastor like you know (laughs) Uh, my respects seriously my respects to you uh, for the work that you do there's so many other things that i could get into um that like he does that i I just absolutely respect um but yeah counseling just counseling people you know and being in there for them loving them not judging them you know and just listening to them um it's just how he manages those things i don't know Mm -hmm. have you ever um i mentioned discouragement have you ever like battled with discouragement and if so, how do you like? How do you like? How do you get over it?
1: So discouragement. I feel like that happens very often. You know, if you like have like high expectations, or you know, y- yeah, you expected a different outcome. It's so easy to get discouraged. Um, usually, for me, I just kind of deal with it on my own, and like I don't even let it, you know, last longer than a day because you know it's like a wasted day. Yeah. Um, And also you have to realize that it's not going to last forever. Mm. Like whatever situation you're facing, it's like, okay, it's not going to last forever. And will it matter in a couple of weeks? Mm. You probably won't even remember this day.
0: Come on. (laughs) I also know that you've been known to like take on drives, you know, and (laughs) do midnight drives or whatever. Um, But I think, you know, it's something that's very real. You know, we can't ignore it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest key is understand that it's there Mm -hmm. Um, because again, for me, it's, it's something that I, if it, if there's one thing that I battle with is it's that I get discouraged. Yeah. If I feel like again, whether it's in my ministry, um, my personal life, if I feel like things aren't just, they're not going the way they're like, I want them to go and I'm putting all my effort in, I'm doing all the right things. It's one thing when, you know, you're not doing the right things or like messing up or, you know, you just don't care, but it's a whole nother thing when you're putting all the work in. For example, like COVID happened, right? And, you know, it just came to wreck what I felt like our church was progressing on. Like we were starting to build, um, you know, just we're starting to gain a lot of momentum, you know, with the ministry, doing outreaches, doing events. And all of a sudden COVID happened and it just stopped. People that... Um, People that weren't coming to church were starting to come to church. You know, it was just, it was awesome. And then that happened and it was like, now I had to wait and now I couldn't work. I had to just like stop. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, like, like I'm trying as hard as I can. And like, you just take away my tools. You take away the things that I was Mm -hmm. doing to be effective, you know? And so, man, like, I think for everyone, probably like they got really discouraged with COVID, it came oh to just yeah. wreck everybody's yeah. it came just wreck everybody's like plans you know i think nobody expected you know that nobody could have ever expected no. it right mm-hmm. and yet you know um i found i mean i think everyone has to do it right a way to to overcome it mm-hmm. you know and not allow it to defeat you um so it's just for me the the only way that i've been able to do it to battle the discouragement is to draw closer to God. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's, it sounds almost cliche, right? It's like, okay, all right. Um, but you know, to draw closer to God and, and to say, these are my limitations. I'm trying and clearly it's not working. Um, what is it that you're trying to teach me? Right. Wh- what is it? Wh- what is it that you're trying to do? Uh, and then just let God, you know, d- you know, reveal to you like what it is that's happening, like mm-hmm. in, in that moment, what's, what's going on and what, what he's trying to do. Um, and typically, you know, when I do that, you know, what happens is two things. One is the, the focus is shifted away from me because I think when you, when you get discouraged, it's typically when, when the focus is on you. Mm -hmm. If you just focus on yourself, then you like begin to just almost get consumed, right? Overwhelmed with, everything that's going around you but when you like focus when you shift the focus whether it's on other people and by that i don't mean like comparison i just Mm -hmm. mean or trying to like judge them i'm just saying like loving other people or doing like or or shift your focus on god then it's like you don't have time to like worry about the things that aren't going the way that you want them to go yeah god is handling those things Mm -hmm. um so i know i asked you but uh, for some reason I felt like I had to explain why um (laughs) or how I overcome discouragement because I really do feel like that's a big issue you know people really battle those things and you know I've had conversations with youth pastor and um, just leaders and they will admit that probably one of their biggest battles uh, is discouragement, discouragement is how it just affects you like you can't help but like feel that you know um just look around yourself and and just see you know things that you wish were a different way Mm -hmm. and that they're not that way so um yeah just discourage me but um i'm gonna what else what else with um with counseling have you learned that that you felt like you know someone like that doesn't know like would appreciate about counseling
1: counseling thinking there's like a couple of things that i've learned that have shocked me personally um but i don't know i'll just say that i just like really appreciate counseling um and i think that for people who are listening and who are considering um going to therapy but they're scared to or you know they have the stigma you know tied to it that you know, a therapist will like, you know, it's just like trying to look for something wrong in you mm. and, you know, to just diagnose you. That's completely wrong. Really, a therapist is there to want to like, understand your situation and kind of help you see um, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So how you're talking about discouragement, um, I think that would be super beneficial for someone. Yeah,
0: you mentioned it earlier, you know, how like, it, what they do sometimes even is like, bring up things that you didn't even realize you were harboring right? Oh, yeah. Just deep <laughs> down inside. Uh, I have a friend and I'm, if she watches this, I'm sure. And I know she's watching this cause Jackie's on here. Um, but she like told me about how like she went to therapy in, uh, uh in a different country mm-hmm. and like, they like brought some things out of her that she didn't even realize that she was harboring. She's like, Sam, Sam, listen, you gotta go like, <laughs> you gotta go do therapy, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, okay you know but just yeah. um it's crazy because i think as humans we do have a tendency to suppress things mm-hmm. right we, d- we tend to not want to deal with them and so we push them down and it's not until someone else that's um looking from the outside you know bring mm-hmm. brings them in and knows you know the right questions to ask the right yeah. things to to have you reflect on can bring those things out yeah i don't know um But yeah, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um,
1: You need to do therapy. It's (laughs) a sign. It's a sign. (laughs) It it (laughs) is. It's a sign.
0: I mean, I probably am like harboring some really negative feelings. No, I don't know. No, the Lord has saved me. God God has, um, he's, uh, he's helped me. Um, I don't know. Maybe I I may end up doing it. I may end up going to um, a little therapy session and Mm -hmm. see what it does. I don't know. It's, it's honestly been something that like, I wanted to study psychology. I did. I I wanted to go to school. I love um, the study of the mind of how people think and why they think that way. And just trying to break down, you know, their mental process uh, and how people rationalize, why they rationalize the way that they do. I think that's so fascinating. You know, it's so interesting, Um, which is going to be my segue to something else that I want to talk about a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, which is kind of like relationships, just, yeah. you know, whether it's dating or, um, family, or whatever. Um, I think maybe one of the reasons why like, I got so into it is because when you're dating somebody, you want to know what they're thinking, right? Especially when you care about them. If you really like them, y- you want to know like what they're thinking and mm-hmm. how they feel or whatever, or how they feel about you. Um, and so I think maybe that's really what, what got me into it is just like, recognizing that that other person doesn't think the way that i think you know mm-hmm. and and trying to like assimilate the differences between the way that she thinks and the way that mm-hmm. i think you know and just it's really fascinating because if you haven't noticed like men and women are very different you know and um
1: yeah <laughs> we're different creatures we're, we're different creatures don't right? understand. no i'm just kidding <laughs> i
0: mean yeah like i think for for women typically like um, t- I say typically because I think there's a lot of men that also like to communicate. Typically m- women want to, want to talk and want to talk things out. And guys are like, you know what? I want to talk about my feelings. I'm good. Um, I'm not that guy. I don't know. Like <laughs> For me, it's different for me. Like I like to talk too. And I like to talk about my feelings. Um, but I think for most of us guys, like it's not like that, you know, we would rather not go there. Um, I don't know what it is. I can't like say what it is because that's not the that's not the case for me, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, w- what do you think? Like, with with guys, like, what is it? One thing that you feel like, you know, I, I wish I understood this about guys, or like, I just don't. I don't understand why why they're like this or or, or whatever. Or what do you find like curious? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a uh. lot. I don't understand. Men are so confusing. They're immature. I don't know. They it?
1: can be very confusing because... Mixed signals. Mixed signals. I think it's like a big one. I'm also a girl who doesn't like talking about her feelings, though. Mm. So I like <laughs> contradict <laughs> like the this, the description you just gave of girls. Um,
0: well, let's talk about your feeling. You're a counselor. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. So mixed signals. But one thing that I've noticed also, it's like... I feel like men are very... What do you call it when they like like the appearance of someone more than they're the,
0: very um, there's oh a
1: word God. for it. It just like my we're mind. shallow or we're like no, uh, not shallow. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
0: we're we're driven like by our eyesight. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like physical. Like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've noticed a lot. Like even like mature guys. I don't want to call guys out, but call them out, <laughs> yeah, man. Come no. on, this is <laughs> no. It's just like people that I would think are um, very mature. They're very appearance motivated, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of tend to overlook, you know, like bigger values. I yeah. guess oh, the spiritual, the spiritual aspect okay. of it. All right. I don't know. I feel like people don't place that much emphasis, like men. Okay. I'm not gonna generalize, but a lot of people that I've you know come across. Sure. Yeah, they just.
0: we're not very spiritual no you know i we might have to sit here and argue a little bit because i do know a lot of spiritual men and this also coincides with the next thing that i was going to say like um again i know you said you don't want to generalize but but it's not just you and so when i say this to you i'm not just saying it to you i'm saying it to all girls girls will often say like what's this guys only look at the physical well hold on a second because (laughs) we at least are honest and we'll say like, yeah, that's important. Girls will often say like, no, no, no. It's all about the personality. It's about how
1: it's um, not all about the personality,
0: (laughs) but then, but then, but (laughs) But then like, no, it has nothing to do with the physical, but then like you try to introduce them to somebody and they're like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't know. And so, you know, it's just, they, I think girls, um, should be a little more honest and say like, no, like it's also about the physical, right? It's, it's, You know, there's certain traits that I'm looking for. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, like Mm -hmm. we're attracted to what we're attracted to, Mm -hmm. you know, but to sit here and try to act like, no, it's all about the personality. I don't care about how they look. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Like,
1: I mean, you should care, you know, because you're going to be spending a long time, hopefully forever with this person. (laughs) So, yeah, but I mean,
0: (laughs) excuse me, I know like people like will say, well, like the physical fades away. Right. Yeah. And so of course you should be looking at like what's within and not like the exterior. But my whole thing is like, okay, but like, let's not act like that's not also important. You know, don't Mm -hmm. act like, you know, you're not also looking for like something that's physically attracted to you. I'm sure you should look for something that like is more like meaningful. That's like deeper within. But I just wish that the conversation was had like, a real conversation said, like, okay, no, we're also, you know, looking for the physical attributes as well, because, like, they are, you know, and, you know, girls will try to say, you know, that, no, like, I, I don't, like, I just keep going back to that, I don't care about that stuff, but then, like, you know, we try to uh, introduce, or or maybe, like, it's us, maybe we're like, like, so what's up, and they're like, uh I see you like a brother. It's <laughs> the vibe. It's, like, <laughs> just it's the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It throws it just, them off. It just <laughs> so just happens kidding. to be that the vibe is always wrong with ugly guys. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, I I just you know I I disagree, but um maybe someone can come on here and like argue with me. Like, no, no, it is. It's always about the the internal. You know, what's what's no, inside.
1: I don't think. I mean, I think a lot of girls. There are lo- some that will say, you know personality simply that is what matters but I think there will be a big portion of girls and women as well that will say you know the physical does matter but the personality is like the most important thing and I think that's why that was one of my issues because I would see that a lot with um a lot of godly women I actually have seen so many um who are older than me and I'm like, whoa, like why don't they have a husband or a man? Like mm-hmm. they they deserve, like, you know, such a godly man and I see that a lot of them either like women have overpopulated the world or they're just flocking to other, you know, yeah. women, other kind of women.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Um I, I do know some like women that yeah, like but I also know men too that um I think, you know, it, it just depends. Like, people, some people are waiting for the right person, and that's great, right? <laughs> Is that a no? <laughs> they're not waiting for the right no. person? <laughs> they're, they're, I just think some the people, one. they're just waiting <laughs> for the right person, you know, and they just yeah, haven't come good. around yet, you know, and they're not willing to settle, you know, and I think that's important, you know. Um, you can't just, again, go off of um, the physical, but you also can't just go off after, like, um, I don't want to say, like, the spiritual, but, like, the... <laughs> because you, you obviously want something spiritual. But, like, people will appear to be spiritual, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and they're not really spiritual, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, they can you know, say all the right things. Yeah. They can, you know, uh, do all the right things. But in reality, like, are far from God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And it's not even, like, spiritual. It's also, like, personality-wise, yeah. you know, where, like, in front of you, they're a certain way, but then, like with their friends or with anyone else like they're a different person so um, i think there's obviously a lot that goes into it um but it's just um in the end i think if it's meant to be like it'll happen i don't know do you believe in like (laughs) a soulmate or or fate What, what do you think
1: um i believe that god could have someone could help you choose someone you know? So you don't think
0: God has like one specific person. I think you?
1: that's possible. I think that's possible. There's a lot of people who disagree with me, but I would always think back to, you know, the Bible story where oh, I want to say that I know who it is. <laughs> I, I know this Moses. Person. Just kidding. No, Jesus. Um, where they sent the servant servant to go to the well. And that's where he met.
0: Oh, um,
1: it? it's not Isaac. Isaac, was it?
0: Maybe uh you're uh you're exposing me <laughs> i don't know either i know exactly google what you're talking right about now. yeah uh jamie uh can you put that up on there uh <laughs> look it up for us just google it <laughs>
1: yeah so god chose the person for you know yeah
0: yeah and so you know like you said people i think a lot of people will disagree right and just have different um points of views and, and different ways of like thinking as to whether or not God has the right person for you Mm -hmm. or not, right? Does he have a one specific person? You know, I wrestle with that one because um, I've seen it where it's, it's been that way, but I've also seen it where like, I know for a fact a person is with someone that they shouldn't be with. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no way God set that up, you know? (laughs) And maybe some of the listeners are like, yep, I know exactly what he's talking about. (laughs) But, um, But I just think, you know, God, he, he's obviously our creator, right? Uh, But he's also an author. And I think he's the best author, the most romantic author. And he writes different love stories, you know, and they're not always the same. And so I think a lot of times with society, um, we want all the stories to look the same. You know, like we want it to, to fit a certain narrative, a certain, like, just a certain way because we've seen it so much. We're comfortable with that. But you know he's he's obviously a lot more creative than we are mm-hmm. and he's gonna write and he is writing a different story for for everyone and so if you're not where you want to be or feel like god is taking too long god is like no it's all on the right time you know and and he has it that way for a reason you know and if if we're just patient and allow god um to write our story in the end we'll be like yep yeah, you had it better than what I wanted, oh, yeah. you know? And so that's just my opinion. Yeah, uh, you
1: do have the freedom. Like, as a Christian, you know, you have the freedom. You could choose, I guess, any other, any person in your church or another church. You have that freedom to say, okay, I want to date and marry this person. Um, but in the end, it's like, if you leave it up to God, that decision up to God, he'll never disappoint you. Mm. So he has the ability to lead you straight to what, you know, without having to go through so many broken hearts and all of that. He has the ability to take that and just, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. And and, it, and I
0: and I love that because I think God wants to help us, mm-hmm. right, um, make the right decision. He wants to help us find the right person. I think it's just with, within us sometimes we're just stubborn, man. How many have not found themselves in, like, a toxic relationship? Uh, you know, just not being able to let go of someone that, like, is clearly not good for them, you know, and it's just um, – it's difficult because when Mm -hmm. you set your mind to something, like you're like, I'm going after it. You know, even if like, you know, it's not right. Like you just Mm -hmm. chase after it. Even if everybody else around you is like, Nope, he ain't the one. Nope. She ain't the one. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) but I love him, (laughs) but I love her, you know? know. Um, and it's just like, you can't see anything else, but like, but that, you know, everybody else is telling you and you're like, well, (sighs) It's cause yeah I don't understand like that's like that's my like favorite one <laughs> it was like it's cause you don't understand like you don't know him like I know him you don't know her like I know her, you know and
1: he prays for me every night. <laughs> <laughs> sold, <laughs> I'm sold. Uh, yeah, I'm sold <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, and so it's just crazy to me too. Like that's another thing. Like that's so crazy to me. Like how we can believe lies, you know. Like they could be clear as day lies, um, but because it's coming from that particular person. We're sold. We're like, nope, this time. I know he mm-hmm. messed up five times. I know she messed up five times. But I'm so like, um yep. he said it and I believe him. Like, you know, you're supposed to you need discernment. Mm. Come on, where do you get that discernment from?
1: From the Lord himself. Mm, from the Lord. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The but wisdom it, from for God. <laughs> for sure, right? Like that's obviously where, where God comes in and, and helps you, um, and directs you. But it's also good to like to evaluate and say, like, okay, like you know, I need to build a team around me, like friends, mm-hmm. um, people that love me because, you know, friends like that don't really care. Like they might say, like, yeah, sure. Like go for it or whatever. But somebody that actually cares about you, whether it hurts you or not, they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you how it is. Um, and so that's so important, I think, w- with dating is just to to have good friends mm-hmm. that that are there to support you and don't allow you to to fall into that trap to fall into those kind of relationships that really like take a lot from you. Yep. So, um, I don't know how we, we ended up into toxic relationships, but, <laughs> but, uh, it's
1: cause our viewers they uh, need to know our viewers need <laughs> to
0: know. No, I mean, like, I, I think it's a real thing, you know, that a lot of people go through and, um, you would think it's so simple, you know, and people would just be like, yes, like I, I see what he's doing. I see what she's doing, but, You know, when you're in it, it's just different, Mm -hmm. you know, and that can go with anything like um, like it's not just a relationship. It could be like when you're going through like a what we would call a storm, like a battle, when you're going through a difficult situation, when you're in the storm, like you see it differently. You know, Mm -hmm. you're you're consumed and overwhelmed by it. So your perspective is not is not a good one. And when it's not a good one, you tend to make bad decisions. You tend to um, mess up. A lot more mm-hmm. and again make just very poor decisions and um we believe in an enemy we believe that there's an enemy that is trying to steer us away and that's where he like you know takes advantage of those situations and you know allows whatever is happening to distract us to push us away from the goal from our goal mm-hmm. um you know and i think we have to be very careful and again that's why it's so important to have a support system yep. to have people that love you that care for you and don't allow you to to make those poor decisions to to go down the wrong path um because whenever you're in the storm again like you just tend to just want to forget everything else and and just push the people that love you away especially when they're telling you things that you don't want to hear mm-hmm. right. It's like, oh, like you're not my real friend. You're not like if it, even if it's your family, you're like if y- if you loved me, you would understand mm-hmm. and you would let me be. And that's where like friends like we're we're caught in between now. Like mm-hmm. it's like man, like should I tell them what they want to hear or stay quiet, even right? Or should I be a real friend, you know, and I don't know like that's a hard balance. I don't know what what do you think? Like do you find yourself telling people like what it really is or do you find yourself just like i'd rather be nice and just stay quiet
1: yikes (laughs) (laughs) am i about to you know expose what kind of friend i am no um i think i'm a balance um usually i try not to meddle into people's affairs you know sure because a lot of my friends are very private about their personal issues or they'll try to hide you know certain issues if they know that i won't agree with them actually i do find myself in that situation a lot where they actually hide things from me Mm. because they already know what i think about a certain situation and so i just like hear it from someone else and i'm like what i had no idea like this was going on like i would not judge you is my reaction to that but they still kind of hold back most of the time from it so i guess i don't have to deal much with that
0: yeah i just obviously people i have this belief that people sometimes just don't want to hear the truth you know, yeah, um, could be that too. And and it's hard, right? But but I think if you really love someone, I don't think you should like shove the truth in their face, right? You no, you yeah. obviously want to be graceful about it. Um, there's a way to do it, yeah. Uh, but but you you have to do that. Like yeah. if you really love someone, and I think you you can't like if you've already said it, you can't like be like insistent and persistent. Yeah, and just
1: no, you have to respect them. Like you've told them what you know you absolutely. feel let them do what they want with that information
0: because i mean you might find yourself in that situation now right and you don't want them just like on you right just giving you that truth or whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's why for me again the biggest thing is like a support system Mm -hmm. find good friends friends that love you care for you and are going to tell you the truth um because what ends up happening is if if you don't have that like again what we tend to do as humans is we tend to isolate ourselves, you know, um, whether it's us ourselves or it's the person that we're talking to or our friends, you know, they'll tend to isolate us from, from our family or from our friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, whether it's on purpose or not, but they do that. And so now like, it's hard to rescue them. It's hard to like be there for them when they start pushing you away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sometimes what happens even in the church, right? A lot of people end up leaving the church, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's because somebody hurt them or because of the situation that they're in, they just start isolating themselves. Um, I think that happens a lot here and it's really hard to, to bring them back, you know, to Mm -hmm. like, how do you like tell them, Hey man, like we love you. We care for you. You know, again, when maybe they don't want to hear that, Mm -hmm. you know, do you think that happens a lot here? Like where people, people leave the church a lot.
1: I've seen that happen a lot, especially with the younger people. I think it's happened mo- more um, with the younger generation. And you hear about people trying to reach out to them, and they're just, like, very, like, short. You know, why they why want do you nothing th- to do with it.
0: Why do you think, like, they just, like, they're just done? Do you think it's, like, the church's attitude, like, the people, like, from church, the way that they handle things? Do you think there's a better way that they could handle
1: I've always asked myself this question because I've never heard of, you know, things being done to these younger people sure. to like push them back. Um, I don't really know their story. So for me, I wanted to know. I don't know if, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if they've left for reasons that, you know, someone else might have caused harm to them.
0: I mean, I think. And like there, there is some some of that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know, like I don't know every situation. So like I don't I hate to generalize. But I think sometimes people are just looking for an excuse, mm-hmm. right, to leave. They were just kind of done already, and, like, now they have their, their reason, and they can just be like, okay, I'm done, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there's, like, like we're human, right? Yeah. And we make mistakes, and I say that as ch- as a church, and so we're going to hurt people. People, like, try to, like, tell people the truth, but in telling them the truth, like, they end up, like, kicking them out mm-hmm. right like they're not graceful about about it about how they tell them the truth you know and you know i think that's where the again the church gets a bad rap where yeah. they're like yeah they're just too judgmental you know like yeah. oh i came in with like a a shirt skirt and like everyone was judging me mm-hmm. you know or i i came in you know has a guy i came in with like shorts mm-hmm. or with like a, a a muscle shirt and like you know they were judging me um, and so it's just like, I don't need that. You know, yeah. why do I Why do I need to be at a place like that? You know, and so again, I think that the church definitely gets a, a bad rap for those things. And like, I, I just want to say this, like, not everybody that calls themselves a Christian and not everybody that goes to church is a Christian. You know, just because they attend the church um, and call themselves a Christian doesn't necessarily mean there are one. Now, that's not me saying, like, most, of, most people that are here are not Christian. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is, like, You cannot, you know, um, you can't put like, I want to be so eloquent in the way I say this because I want this to be fire, but whatever. I'm just going to say in my words, my very poor words, like you can't put people's, you can't, okay, I'm stealing this, whatever. You can't put uh, God's character or you can't put people's character onto God. That's what I want to say. you you can't put people's character into God. Like we're imperfect people and we're going to make mistakes, you know, and you know, I think for most of us, our intentions are in the right place. Mm -hmm. We're we're trying to help is what we're trying to do. Does it come off that way? Obviously not in every case. And that's why people get hurt. But I think, um, you know, everyone's, most people are coming from a good place. You know, there are some people that are just kind of hateful and, and are just trying to be mean, maybe they're jealous, maybe like whatever it is, but um, yeah, you can't put like God's character onto people, you know, like we strive to be more and more like God, but we're not, right, and um, if we make a mistake, I think we have um, the right to, to make a mistake, and yeah. obviously correct that mistake, so hey, call us out on it, like hey man, I don't like the way that you approach me, hey man, I don't like the way that you said that, And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. Because Mm -hmm. how many times, I feel like everybody's done that. Like, said something and, like, not meant it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it just came out the wrong way. And so, it's just, you know, I think everybody should be graceful. You know, Mm -hmm. um, the person receiving it and the person dishing it out. Like, we should all be graceful towards each other. And um, I think we'll, we'll get along a lot better. But, man, we just have this reputation. I don't know if you've heard it, like, about like being hypocrites.
1: Like yeah, um, something actually that I was thinking about as you were talking yeah. was, I do believe that many times the church tries to push tradition mm. and culture and call it conviction. Mm. So, you know, whenever there's like new coming Christians, obviously you're, c- you're trying to kind of like push a dress code on them. And really, they just, like, encountered God for the first time. Mm, You know, how's that going to look? You know, that's tradition. You know, like, we do that. It's like a cultural thing, tradition. We dress nice for church, but really that's not a requirement to be saved or to encounter God. God can encounter you however you look, like, whether you have, like, the nicest dress or you show up in shorts. Like, God is, you know, going to reach out to you. Um, And I think that that's one thing we should and we could stop doing as a church is— trying to push convictions that are not even like biblical onto.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I I absolutely think that, that we tend to, to do that, like shame people, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's never the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. The the way to do it, it, Jesus never did it that way. Like Mm -hmm. he, he he never shamed people. Like, uh, he was, he always found a graceful way of doing things like to correct a situation because it does need to be corrected. Um, but, not in a way that's going to shame somebody right
1: like the adulterous woman
0: like the adulterous woman Uh, yeah i mean plenty of examples right uh, of like where god could have very easily um just made that person feel really bad or whatever but you know he always chose to love them Mm -hmm. um now i'm sure like some people might be saying well like yes but then like there should be a certain dress code, right? Like, especially, like, if you're going up to the altar, like, there's a certain way that you should dress. And, I mean, we can kind of get into this a little bit, but, mm-hmm. like, I know, like, in our church, it's frowned upon for, like, women to go up there with pants, mm-hmm. you know? And um, that's what, like, you mentioned, it's a cultural thing, because yeah. um, at some churches, it's fine. It's yeah. like, oh, like, sure, like, that's fine. Like, yeah. that has no effect with your relationship with God. Like, what do I care, mm-hmm. like, what you're wearing? Um, but then for others again maybe it's um tradition mm-hmm. maybe it's again cultural it's just yeah. like oh my god no like you're wearing pants yeah, how like how dare you it's disrespectful mm-hmm. um and there's like others like we could go to even more extreme where like you know women m- or or men like I right? like i feel like it always becomes sexist but a, a woman might be wearing like a a a skirt that's too short you know like and what's too short like two inches below mm-hmm. the knee like is it you know what who knows right, mm-hmm. but I think that's where like as Christians, like what we should do is always seek after God like there, like again, it sounds cliche, but we should be seeking um God's opinion, yep. not like men's opinion because yeah, we can sit here all day and dispute and argue and um call people out on you know shaming you or doing this. But in the end, like, none of that stuff matters. What really matters is your relationship with God. And as you draw closer to God, as you have, like, a closer relationship with him, he begins to change you. No, he does. Does that mean, like, now you'll never wear pants again? Like, no, you know. um, Who knows, like, what what that change will do. But what it will do is cause you to forgive whoever, um, you know, hurts you. Mm -hmm. You know, things like those things. Those are the deeper things, you know. Truly matters <laughs> exactly, wow. you know, it gives you like thicker skin, and you realize that's flesh, that's not like it's not a, even a personal thing, it's not people like trying to attack you, it's it's you know their flesh coming out, mm-hmm. it's maybe um their ideologies, like whatever, like their traditions, mm-hmm. um, which aren't always correct. But you know, it's not even about what like who's right and who's wrong, mm-hmm. you know, it's about again who's being graceful, yeah. who can be more graceful, the person like receiving or the p- person dishing out, like who can be more graceful mm-hmm. i think that should be the competition is wh- again who could be more graceful and uh, now again easier said than done right um but i think that's what we should like aim to do is is just um uh, be more graceful yeah um but uh, have you again i want to go back to it and ask you one more time like um have you heard that like stigma like with christians hypocrites. are we hypocrites what are do you think we?
1: Depends what Christian you're talking to, Mm. because there's going to be a Christian who's a Christian and no, they're not a hypocrite. And there's going to be another one, you know, who's a work in progress and he Mm. might have those hypocritical, you know, um, tendencies. And there's another one who maybe, you know, might disguise himself as a Christian and completely just be, you know, judging everything. So really, it depends what kind of Christian you encounter. You're going to encounter them all around the world, just like any other person. Just
0: yeah i mean it's, it's everywhere right and and for me that that's always my like my go-to when somebody tries to call a, like christians hypocrite i'm like dude like everyone does that mm-hmm. whether it's a christian whether it's a mom a sister a yeah. dad like a brother like everyone always holds other people to higher standards mm-hmm. nobody can live up to the standards that we want to hold other people to yeah. you know and yet like they people want to act like it's just christians Like, no, 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 sir, like, or uh, women or whoever, like, uh, ma'am, everyone does that.
1: The human race. Yeah, the human (laughs) race does that, man.
0: Like, the human race just has a tendency to hold other people to higher standards and fall short themselves. I didn't, I guess, clarify that earlier. But not only do we hold other people to higher standards, but, like, we fall short of that. Like, we don't live up to those standards that we try to hold other people to you know, and that's not just a, a, a Christian issue. Mm-hmm. Like that's everybody, you know, like y- we try to pretend like it's, it's just, you know, Christians. And I think the the reason why the Christians get that is because when they say that, what they're really trying to do is silence us or mm-hmm. silence the Christian community and say, you're not allowed to say that because you're not perfect. It's like, well, yeah, you know, nobody's perfect, you know, and we should, I think everyone should have the right to speak the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the truth? I think that the truth isn't said enough, you know, and I think in this day and age that we live in today, the lies scream louder than the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, somehow it seems like it gets a lot more attention, a lot more uh, voice than than the truth. Um, and somehow the truth is now being made out to be a lie. You know, that's the, the day and age that, like, we live in today and uh, man I can like go on and on about like the truth Mm -hmm. because uh, to me like I always thought like the truth was just something so like you know black or white Mm -hmm. you know it's like absolutely that's the truth like no debate about it you know I'm looking at this I know it's that um but now I've come to find out like it's not as simple as you think I don't know I don't know how if you've given much thought to it but um it's just some people will say, you know, something like the earth is something billion years old, you know, and, you know, and then others will say like, no, it's only a few thousand because the Bible says it's only a few thousand years old. And then you're like, well, really smart people are telling me, not just really smart people, but really smart people around the world are telling me that the earth is eight something or four something billion years old like clearly that's a fact when it's like in reality is it a fact is it the truth i don't know what do you think is it the truth
1: about earth yeah being that old i
0: mean so listen um i say that just because I, i'm trying to like almost like poke fun a little bit because yeah. like nobody knows for certain well god knows for certain but outside of that like h- the human race doesn't know because we weren't there as much as people want to, like, say, like, evolution and look, we can look at um, the rocks and the dirt and, like, um, you know, how they formed and just, you know, different things. Like, no, bro, like, you still had to use imagination. Like, you can't measure millions of years. Yeah. Like, you can't do it. Like, as much as you want to believe that you have this theory. Um, I don't know. Do you watch any crime shows? <laughs> Not really. Not really? Special <laughs> victims. Special <laughs> victims. I assume, uh, CSI. Yeah. Like, there's this like thing like i'm i don't know i guess i'm really into it but they're talking about how um some people like are incarcerated it's there's a netflix show and i can't remember like what it's called but something about like the innocent something project i don't know but a lot of people are incarcerated right now off of like um teeth marks or something like that like uh they they bit like someone and they think that they have their their teeth on, on like the skin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's a scientist, right? Saying like, yeah, no, like I can prove that those are his teeth. And then now like, again, a lot of people are in prison because scientists are saying, yeah, no, we can prove that those are his teeth. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's like, you know, they're c- people are claiming that that's junk science. It's not even real. That's not real science. But yet a lot of people are incarcerated because of that and they're starting to prove like it's not true and like there's been several cases where um they've showed like a dna test uh, from other like samples or whatever mm-hmm. and it turned out like oh yeah it wasn't theirs it was like somebody else's like dna or whatever um and they've exonerated people they've taken them out of it, like jail and stuff but it's just like for the longest time like people thought like oh no this is the truth because that's a scientist. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about like us and humans that like because someone is smarter than us like now we just believe them. Mm-hmm. And we believe them and say like that's a fact. You know, and I think we have to almost rebel against that a little bit and say just because you're smarter than me doesn't mean that you're telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. Um so where does the truth lie then? In the Bible. <laughs> it lies in the Bible man like um I've said this before, but the Bible has like survived millions and I say millions, thousands of years, mm-hmm. right? Like it's been around and it still holds truth. You can read it today. Proven too. Historically, yeah, proven, historically proven to historically proven, like to this day, like you can read it and it could still apply to your life yeah. just like it did several thousand years ago, like before. So it's like, you cannot deny it, but yet people will try to deny it. People will try to like make it out to be like, no, like that's wrong you know, and try to bring up contradictions and stuff. But in the end, like, it's the real truth. Like, there's um, no greater truth than the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know y- you sided with me because you're also a, w- uh, a woman of faith. But, um, yeah, it's just so interesting to me to, to think, like, how, you know, we can be misled, you know, and to thinking that something else is true when it's not. Mm-hmm. you know, and I brought up earlier, like, in relationships, how many times have you not believed somebody that told you, like, I'll never cheat on you again, <laughs> No. <laughs> or <laughs> I'll, like, this, this is the, like, I'm really sorry this time, you know, and, like, you know, it's not true, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just, it's so crazy to me to, to think how, like, the truth works, like, how you can manipulate it, mm-hmm. and, like, deceive people, you know, yeah. like, so know.
1: some people may actually wonder though, how are you for certain that the Bible is true? You know, cause we like we're over here saying it's the truth and we do believe no, that it that. is, but people are going to, you know, some people might be like, well, how are you so sure? Yeah. You know?
0: No, I love that. And I mean, that's really what this show is about is because um, I understand that not everybody that's watching this is coming from the same place. They weren't raised in church like I was like you were. Um, so f- first, for me like a lot of what i'm trying to say is like fact for them like yeah i don't i don't believe that mm-hmm. uh, like uh, i don't know where you're coming from i don't know what you're talking about but to answer your question and maybe i'll like reverse it back to you after <laughs> i'm done <laughs> um <laughs> but um to answer your question how do i know like i mean you test it you mm-hmm. test the bible right like it, it says certain things right and um i mean i can i i will i'll mention a few just just to give examples like it talks about like loving one another right and it's better to give than to receive you know i mean just really good principles like man like wouldn't you like agree that that's a good principle like to love one another like Mm -hmm. that's a that's a pretty good like you know um what's another one that the bible says that like again like holds true like or treat somebody like The way that you want to be treated the golden rule right Mm -hmm. that came from the bible i think a lot of people don't recognize or realize how much of what they believe to be true comes from the bible Mm -hmm. a a lot of like their morals and their values come from their from the bible you know they just think that like oh no i just made it up no no sir like you, you didn't make it up like um you were taught those things um Maybe not directly. Maybe it was indirectly. Uh, maybe it was through your parents. Maybe it was through your friends. Maybe even through society. Mm-hmm. But um, it has all been adopted through um, Judeo-Christian values. It, it all came from from the from the Bible, mm-hmm. you know. And so, how do you know? Like, how do you know um, the Bible's true?
1: So for me, it's you test the Bible, but for me, it's mostly like I put it to test through the person of God, like you know what the bible is based on jesus god um it's really there's so many coincidences that have happened in my life um when i've prayed you know i've dreams i've had it's just like stuff that i could never you know think of it's and there's been dreams that i've dreamt before they've actually happened and i know that it's been god speaking to me and obviously i know it's the god of the bible because that's the one that i've been you know reading about my Mm -hmm. whole life so for me, there's no doubt about it because I just see the way he orchestrates like my every step in the big decisions and in the small ones. Like he always intervenes. Mm. Um, and literally, I have no regrets because I've, you know, put come my on. trust in him. So I know it's true because my life is like a living testament of that.
0: There's a um, there's an example of this, right? You have a, a story. I, I want you to share it um, just recently. Right. You tested God. Mm-hmm. Alright, how did he how did he come through?
1: Is it for like my SAGU? <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I don't, if you have other ones, yeah. that's fine too.
1: So sure. um, I actually was not thinking about going back to school. You know, after I got my bachelor's in 2018, I was like, OK, I'm done because I'm drained. Four years of college was just too much. And I had no, no thought of going back. And then COVID hit back in March and I got bored (laughs) so during that time I was like what can I do with my life you know like life has just completely stopped and we don't know when everything will you know gain its momentum again and so like the random the random thought just came to my mind like you know you you have that small desire in you to go back to school and so that's where the little thought began to come into my mind like you would be a great therapist if you actually tried Mm. so then I was like okay you know what, like, I'm just gonna, you know, apply just because it's COVID, quarantine made me do it kind of thing. So I like found two universities and I applied to them. And I think, yeah, that was um, back in like March or April. Um, I applied to Oral Roberts University in Sagu. And shout out to ORU. I know, <laughs> an awesome school as well. Um, it. I think I started doubting my decision after a while because, you know, finances, um, grad school's not you know, the easiest to pay off. And you're just thinking about everything, like a pandemic happening, like financial status of the world is just going down. And so I just decided I'm not going to do it after mm-hmm. all, you know, it was like, it was on my head anyway, like God didn't tell me to apply anyway. Um, and so I think it was a little bit before my birthday in July that I decided to think about it one more time. And so I was like, you know what, God, like, I got my acceptance letter, um, but I said I'm not gonna go. But you know what, if it's in your plans, mm. then allow um, Sagu, the one that, you know, was the first to send me the acceptance letter, have them send me an email wishing me a happy birthday. And I was in school, in that same school, for four years before that, and they had never once sent me a happy mm. birthday email. So I was like, okay, this one would be like a good one. And so weeks pass and my birthday, you know, comes along, and I had forgotten about that, you know, small prayer that I made, and I remembered on my birthday, and I decided to check my email, mm. and there it was: "Happy birthday, Jacqueline, from your Sagu family." Come on. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> God, it's and meant to be." Yeah.
0: No, so see, like, um, you know, it's it's anecdotal, right? It's 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 a sp- it's a personal story. It's mm-hmm. not like I think for a lot of people, they're like, well, I don't know if that really proves to me that that's god but you know god's a personal god oh yeah right and so you know he's not gonna reveal himself well he can like through somebody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. but he He wants to have intimate relationship right mm-hmm. with um with everyone and so i mean if you're someone that's watching and you've never like had an encounter with god uh, i think that's something that um hey man just challenge god and, and do something similar as to like what what jackie said mm-hmm. and, and did and you know, it might not be the same way, you know, I've heard of, you know, God doing it in different ways, Mm -hmm. just revealing himself in different ways, um, but, you know, don't be afraid to, to just, hey, try it and and see, like, see for yourself, because God will do it, you know, and he'll surprise you, you know, I have my own stories Mm -hmm. where, like, I'm just like, okay, there's no way that, like, this was just coincidental, Mm -hmm. there's no way that, like, this just happened by accident, like, it had to be God, you know, just, moments where like i i felt like i was like at my worst like in the lowest of my lows and god just like rescued me i'm I'm like you know only god could have like brought me out of this pit only Mm -hmm. god could have removed these things from me from from my heart only god have could have um you know taking these like addictions away from me Mm -hmm. because i think we all fall into you know certain addictions um you know and they're all different you know like it it's not always drugs it's not alcohol it's not always alcohol it's not always sex it can you know sometimes you could be addicted to um you know just being like hard on yourself or like depression you know or whatever it is anxiety like just just different things like i don't think people necessarily choose what they're addicted to mm-hmm. i think sometimes like it, it can kind of happen that way but it's just you know like it, it overtakes you and that's why again it's it's an addiction because you begin to lose control yep. and it's no longer you anymore. Now it's like it's something greater than you that it's like inside of you that you cannot control mm-hmm. and so um, only God can like remedy those things. Only God can like remove you from those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean countless of testimonies of people um, have shared of like how God brought them through drug addiction through alcohol uh, addiction so um you know i think counseling may work in some cases yeah Was <laughs> a triple a that uh <laughs> alcohol, that does yeah. the alcohol Anom- anonymous yeah
1: um it does work <laughs> like it does work
0: <laughs> it does work but nothing works like you know um like god mm-hmm. you know and it, it's always like a a much more satisfying thing yeah. um when it's uh, through our god through our god yeah. and savior um jesus christ um did we cover everything we wanted to cover i don't know I if feel we like missed anything
1: were all the topics you sure do you want
0: to get into conspiracies <laughs> i thought <laughs> we were oh
1: i was like were we already getting into conspiracies
0: <laughs> no we didn't get into conspiracies but no i think we're good we might have to do a, a second episode i think this was fun yeah. um i wasn't sure if, if we were going to do an hour if we were going to do a little longer mm-hmm. or about an hour what do you think
1: think this is pretty good for now leave people on a good note Come inspiring on. them um to reach out to god if they never have and to put him to the test like sam said he will always answer and that's been the case for me and i don't doubt that he'll do he won't do that for you as well
0: amen and uh if you don't already know she's on uh instagram she's on uh <laughs> i think she's on twitter i don't know oh. follow her at jackie razzo no i don't i don't know what her name is on there but Uh, Her name is Jackie Razzo people. The lovely Jackie Razzo. Thank you again, uh, Jackie, for for being here and for for doing this. This was fun, and we'll definitely have to do it again. Um, We are on Instagram. We're on Instagram. Uh, Follow us side by side. Um, We're also on YouTube. Uh, So please do not forget. Don't forget to like us, um, to comment, to share, and to subscribe. And if you have a comment, man, like, again, I always say this, like, topic we should talk about um maybe it's a a guest that you would like to see on here like share it with us and we would be happy to bring him on thank you for watching uh and we'll see you guys next time god bless